This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss networking cartels and how they limit your career progression. Networking cartels. A cartel, by definition, are organizations or groups that limit competition. So if you think about networking cartels, that's the same type of concept where people get together to network and actually limit the competition for progression, job advancements within an organization. If you really think about it, that happens all the time. Because if you don't network within an organization, you find that it doesn't matter how much degrees you have, certifications or, or experience you have, you're not going to get promoted. And one of the things that I discussed with this young lady that I was talking to, in fact, she was a, uh, a recruiter, and she was telling me that it's the same concept. You know, she tries to advance, but because she doesn't have the time to network with some folks, you know, they, they don't know who she is. Her name is not out there. Now, networking is supposed to help people to move up within an organization. Networking is basically the exchange of information and or services with within your organization that's supposed to help you. So by networking, right, you find out where the, the jobs are going to be posted, where the jobs are going to be posted, what type of job it is. And it's a, networking is supposed to be a good thing. Now, the pros about networking is it gets your name out there. It gets your face out there. People know you, who you are so that when a resume comes across their table or desk, they know who this person is. Another pro is you get to meet new people. You get to meet the people who are the hiring officials or the people who are talent recruiters or people who are going to make decisions as of whose resume is going to be advanced to the next level, maybe even getting an, an interview. And of course, pros is interaction. You get to meet to meet people, get to go places and, and find out more about jobs. And ultimately, if everything works fine, you get promoted. Now, if you think about the, the cons about networking, the cons is you get your name out there, you get your face out there. Now, you'd be thinking that, hey, wait up, isn't that the same as the pros? Yeah, but the thing about it is, is that, see, like, for example, okay, you get your name out there, you get your face out there, and now, oh, wow, okay, well, this person, yeah, you know, we met her before, and... You know, she has a master's degree. In fact, she's working on her doctorate. She's almost finished on her doctorate. So people kind of like, they really don't want to hire you because they know that you're very ambitious. So in some regards, it could be a pro. People get to know who you are. It could be a con. People, yeah, know who you are. They know that you are very ambitious. So it kind of like hinders your upward progression. And the same thing, meet new people. You meet those people, you meet those recruiters, you meet those folks that can also hinder your upward mobility. If they see that your resume looks really good and it's probably a threat to maybe even their positions, more than likely they're probably not going to want to really hire you. 
if you have better qualifications than they do, especially if another position is going to be opening up within an organization. Interaction, the same thing. It can be a pro, it can be a con. Interaction where you get to meet people, get to know people, get to talk to folks and stuff, maybe learn a little bit more about organizations. It could also be uh, a con. Yeah, you get to know about this and that, you know, maybe maybe in some ways it's, it's a good thing. Find out the, the, the bad part of the organization. Well, you know, they, they fired the past five, who knows, graphic artists and this and that. So you get to know a little bit more about that. One of the cons about, truly a con, about networking is loss of time with family. If you're in an organization and you're trying to move up within an organization and it depends on you going out there and networking with people, you know, it kind of like takes away from time from home. Now, if you have kids, it, it's really tough because you have to go pick up the kids at school. You can't be at this dinner or this going away party or whatever it is, you know, that where you can actually network and meet people. But uh, you have to make up your mind as of what's truly important to you. What's your priority? If networking is very important to you so that you can go ahead and move up within a career, you may have to go ahead and sacrifice a few things. And unfortunately, sometimes you may have to go ahead and sacrifice some time that you could have spent with your kids. But, you know, maybe in the long run, things will work out where you're going to spend more time with the kids. Hopefully not too late when, oh yeah, well, now you have some time now that the kids are out of high school. You know, it's kind of tough. One of the things that I did recently was I went to a job fair. Not that I need a job. I really don't need a job. My wife wanted to find out what's out there. She wanted to see if she can apply for a different job. And, and I'm like, I'm finally good, you know, because I'm thinking about retiring next year. In fact, I'm the clock is ticking right now. I'm thinking 365 more days and I'll have my second retirement. So I really don't want to uh, get another job. But I decided to go with her to this job fair. Now, job fairs are great places to network with people. Because in this job fair, they had over 200 employers. And I was kind of like overwhelmed. I remember going to job fairs, you know, years and years ago, where, yeah, you may probably have about 20, 30 companies. But, wow, to have 200 different companies within this big, huge auditorium, that was really kind of, to me, it was really something to see. But one thing that I did notice is that the difference between job fairs of way back then and job fairs of today in terms of networking is that sometimes they have the actual recruiter, the actual person that's going to be hiring for the position right then and there. So you can actually talk to the person and ask them about their hiring processes, or their benefits, um, what are the hours like, all sorts of different things you can actually talk to them about, which is totally awesome. And, of course, I'm aging myself, and I'm, I'm a baby boomer, proud of it. That's fine and dandy. I, I remember going to job fairs, and, of course, you know, I would print out uh, a resume the night before, have like about 20, 30 resumes, thinking I'm going to go out there and hand out resumes. A lot of recruiters nowadays, they don't, they don't want to see your resume. In fact, they don't care about your resume. You may see one or two people. In fact, in this whole entire job fair that I went to, I think only two, maybe three of them that I talked to actually asked for a resume. Everybody else is there to direct you to their website. 
they'll ask you to go ahead and fill out their resume online. So that's something that you have to you know take a look at. And and I guess the millennials nowadays they, they understand that because I I didn't see any young people out there with resumes. They didn't have anything like that. And here I was telling my wife, oh yeah, let's go ahead and print you up about ten resumes, and nobody asked for resumes. So that's kind of a change when it comes to job fairs and going to network with people, you know, from way back then to now. Well, one of the things that I also noticed when it came to job fairs was that the the dependence on building resumes online. Right now you have, what's that, Monster, you have Indeed, you have USA Jobs, and you also have LinkedIn. Now, now one of the things that I really, really enjoy about LinkedIn is that you can actually build an interactive resume online. Now, that is so cool because what happens is, is that, in fact, while I'm doing this podcast, I'm looking at my, my actual resume online. If I can get my computer back up here, let me take a look at this. Okay. And, of course, it has a picture of me, which is, eh, okay, it's not, not too bad at all. So people can see what I look like. And on mine, it basically also shows Leadership in Motion podcast. It tells about my current job that, that I have, my full-time job. It tells a little bit about me. And then so as you scroll down and take a look at the experiences, uh, the very first one there is my, pres my present job. It talks about civil engineering and what civil engineering is about duties and responsibilities of civil engineering on a military base. But one of the things that I also did on my resume, which helps potential employers, is I also found uh, a video. I found a video. And like, if you were in the military or if you're in a job that you, it's, you're finding it kind of hard to describe what is it that you do, what the company does, or what your organization does, try to find a uh, a video online that you can actually embed into your online resume so that when people can actually see what it is that your job entails, they can actually get a little bit more of, of an appreciation of what you actually do, which is really nice. So I found a uh, video for Air Force Civil Engineering Heritage, Voices from the Past, which was really nice because it really explained um, the history of civil engineering, what civil engineering does now, and the responsibilities and duties on a military base to support troops and their mission. My, my other job that I have on here is logistics transportation manager. That's another job that I held in, in the Air Force. And a lot of folks don't know what a logistics transportation manager does. Unless you're going for that type of a position, a lot of people don't really understand what, what they do. And in this regard, my video, my little um, video that I have attached to my resume shows that a transportation specialist in the Air Force moves troops cargo equipment to and from theater of operation on various forms of aircraft platforms. That's very technical, but that's basically saying we basically load and unload airplanes. So by having a video, again, it shows what the troops actually do, what transportation specialists actually do, which is very nice. 
My other job that I have on here, and like I said, I'm just going through experiences, is I was a postmaster with the United States Postal Service. I was with the Postal Service over 16 years. And I found an excellent, excellent video that I could embed on my resume. It shows the duties and responsibilities of managers' distribution operations, the day-to-day -day operations of a post office. And, of course, you also have your education links. You can actually put down what your degree was in. Like in my case right here, I have my doctorate in business administration. I highlighted the classes that I took. And, again, I also embedded a video of the university and their uh, mission statement, which is totally awesome. And I did that for all the education um, experience that I have. And, of course, license and certifications, endorsements. That's one of the things about, endorse, about LinkedIn is the endorsements. People can actually take a look at your resume and actually endorse you for maybe for leadership skills, communication skills, or whatever the case may be. And more and more companies are actually re relying on your LinkedIn resume. So you really need to go ahead and make it user-friendly. Make it friendly so that people can actually read it and understand what, what you're talking about. Uh, of course, accomplishments, certifications, and, and I also have, um, I guess, my, my Air Force retirement when I, I, I retired. So, you know, ha have fun with LinkedIn because a lot of potential employers are actually looking at that type of stuff. Another thing that it does do, uh, besides showing your experience and your education, is it shows that you're com computer savvy. Because a lot of folks, right, you know, they, they're, really, they're really not that computer savvy. But if you can show that, hey, you know what, you can get your, your resume up there, looks really nice, uh, people may, may look at that in a, better, in a better light. Now, USA Jobs is a little bit different. USA Jobs basically lets you go ahead and build a resume, you know, also provide your DD Form 214 in a more, well, what can I say, a more secure w website. So USA Jobs is a federal government um, website. You can actually create your, your resume. And, of course, like any type of um, resume, you need to go ahead and, and tweak it for the job that you're actually applying for. But the thing about the difference between USA Jobs and LinkedIn is that LinkedIn is a little bit more of a social network. It's a more of a social network that helps you to network. And if I were to go ahead and go to my homepage and take a look at what what I call my net, network. I know it's a little bit overwhelming. I'm looking at 7,539 contacts, connections that I have. The reason why I have so many is because I meet people, and then so I, I linked also onto people that they know. So if it's like a director of human resources or a director of uh, transportation or logistics, uh, I'm going to go ahead and accept them as a uh, as a link. They're going to go ahead and you know ask you know information of of me. Hey, so it's it's really nice. So we get to actually network online. It's a little bit uh, it's a little bit better um, than 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 just going out there and hit and miss trying to find people because I have so many different contacts. And what's so great about the contacts and networking through LinkedIn is that. I can also categorize them. These are folks 
I have a lot of folks that are real estate agents that are, that are on my LinkedIn. Some folks that work for insurance companies, banks, banks, and other businesses and organizations. So that's another way of actually providing a, a network. You know, you're creating an actual network, an employment network. And I'll be honest with you, I've been offered so many jobs on LinkedIn because people take a look at my resume, they take a look at my experience, and they go ahead and offer me jobs. And that's fine. And like I said, like for myself, at this point in time, I'm not really looking for a job, but it's nice that there are some jobs out there. Um, let, let me take a look at what I got over here. You got police officers. Cause I've done police work before. So you got some folks that are t um, trying to get um, link with me on the, this social network, link, LinkedIn social network. So, you know, go ahead and do that. And like I said, the more you, information you provide, the more uh potential employer is going to take a look at and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, let's give this person a chance. And getting back to, you know, the networking cartels, yep, every organization has it. Every organization has a group of people that are trying to limit who actually gets promoted. And, and unfortunately, it does happen. It does happen. So what you need to do is try to find ways around it, try to find ways of either penetrating this uh, networking cartel and try to you know put yourself in a position where you can be the best person to to get the job, get promoted, move forward within your organization. And like I said, you know there's always pros and cons with networking, but the thing about it is is try to keep a positive positive approach at networking. You don't have to go to every social event, but maybe make yourself some time to actually. Well, you know what? I got to go to this. This going away or this this uh, meet and greet with the brand new director or the brand new manager because it's going to probably hopefully advance my my career. So sometimes you may have to do a little bit of sacrifices. I don't mean for you to sacrifice all your time. Uh, you know you need to go ahead and prioritize. And of course, like I've told you before, right? You know your first priority is to your health, yourself. Second priority is to your family, and your third is to your job. But sometimes you may need to go ahead and and weigh the decisions of networking. Can you network? Do you want to network? If, if your job is just something that you're only going to be there for a couple years and I see that you really don't need to network within that organization, you may need to go ahead and step out and try to find you know, uh, people from other organizations or someplace that you really want to apply for, something that you want to make a career. Um, I understand that a lot of, um, especially um, um, new people to um, the work market, are just looking at gig jobs. To my couple years here, a couple years there, get some experience here and there, and maybe starting their own business. And in that case, right, you have to also think about networking, because some of those, uh, if you're going to go ahead and get experience here and there, you may need to make some contacts with maybe vendors or people that can offer you services, so that when you actually take off on your own, you you know who to talk to and say, hey, you know what. Um, you know, you took care of us over there at this company. I'm starting my own company. Maybe you can go ahead and help me with, um, you know, maybe vendors that I can use for my business. So networking is, is something that you, you usually always have to do. Facebook is also another way to network. You know, uh, put your information out there. The whole entire thing about Facebook is don't put something out there that a potential employer is going to see in, in a bad light. You know, 
okay, if you go out there and say yes, about, you talk about your, your trip to the Bahamas or your trip to this place, this, that place, and that's pretty good and this and that, you know. But, you know, pictures that show you maybe <laughs> drunk in a party or doing something totally crazy that nobody really wants to be a part of, it's probably not the best thing to do. So if you're going to use your Facebook for business, maybe have your own separate account just for business, your professional Facebook account. You know, if you want to have your own social network of your, your playmates, where I say, you know, that's something else you can actually do, you know, separately. But don't ever use that type of uh, information for your resident, for your um, uh, social, not social networks, but uh, networking for your career, career network working. I guess that's a good word for it. Okay, well, that's that's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good information out there on the internet about networking. There's a lot of good information out there about um, job fairs and and people you can actually meet in order to get jobs. Um, every single state in the United States has a workforce commission that helps people unemployed. You don't have to be unemployed to even get a hold of some of that, that information. You could be employed right now, but they have resources out there that can help you to network with people of different organizations, maybe the same organizations that, that you're in, or whatever you want to actually do. Don't forget, that resource is out there because you paid for it as a taxpayer. So never feel bad about, hey, you know what, I'm going to go to the Workforce Commission and have them you know, help, help me with my resume. Because your tax dollars actually paid for it. They're out there. They're there for you. So don't, don't be embarrassed to go out there. And sometimes they have seminars on resume writing, seminars on, on, on interview skills. They have all sorts of information out there, and you have already paid for it. That's the beauty of it all. You have already paid for it. So it's a great place for, uh, to get information, a great place for networking. It's your local workforce commission, or whatever they call it in your state. There's plenty of good free information, good places to, to network. And, and and of course, you know, if you're a, if you're an alumni of a university, sometimes you know they also have, you know, uh, social events where graduates can come in and talk to potential uh, employers. So that's another way to to network. So would, however you do it, um, network, keep a positive outlook, and uh, I wish you the very very best on your job hunting if you're hunting for jobs, or whatever you want to do in your future. I'd like to thank you very much for listening to my podcast. Of course, my email address is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. And if you visit our website, take a look at our Patreon page. Our Patreon page is designed to actually uh, develop a, a outreach program for youth in our neighborhoods and communities. What I'm trying to do is we're trying to develop a training program for local um groups and organizations to actually go online and actually get some information that that they may need. Anything on uh, organizational behavior, how to create a a more creative work environment, or gut instinct, which I really enjoy doing that that one. Um, The one that I really did enjoy was the the podcast on indecision. And I've been getting a lot of feedback on that. Some folks are like, wow, you know, that was exactly me that you were talking about, the person who can't make a decision. And that's why I was talking to them. Well, you know, take a look at my podcast, you know, listen to my podcast. And uh, 
But I got a lot of good feedback on that, and I wish that you can uh, take a look at some of the other podcasts, take a look at the other topics that I'm I'm, I'm talking about. There's a lot of things out there, especially uh, on artificial intelligence and the threat of our artificial intelligence on our workforce. So Leadership in Motion is designed to actually give you some information, give you a little bit of information that you can bring back to the office and talk to folks Hey, and say, hey, you know, what, what do you think about this? And I'm really hoping that some some of you folks are out there and talking and discussing and, and creating dialogue on some of these topics that people are going to say, hey, wow, you know, this person knows a lot about this information. So, like I said, I, I thank you very much for listening to my podcast. And as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.